हेलो एवरीवन दिस इज अनीश वर्मा एंड यू आर लिसनिंग टू द एम्पावर योर माइंड फॉर सक्सेस पॉडकास्ट अ पॉडकास्ट फॉर एनीवन हु वांट्स टू बिल्ड एन एंटरप्रेन्योरियल माइंडसेट सो आई हैव बीन रीडिंग अ बुक दीस डेज कॉल्ड एज द साइको साइबरनेटिक्स रिटन बाय मैक्सिल मोल्ट्स हु वाज अ डॉक्टर प्लास्टिक सर्जन एंड हाउ ही थ्रू ट्रीटिंग हिज पेशेंट्स गॉट इनटू द एंटायर टॉपिक अराउंड psychology and and uh, you know subconscious mind and the conscious mind and other things a very fascinating book actually this book was published in 1960 and a lot of people thousands and thousands of people have used the psychosybernetics concepts to improve their their performance in sports in in the business at work at relationships you name it uh, actually i'm reading the new psychosybernetics which has been rewritten by dan kennedy uh, who was one of uh, the disciples or mentees i should say of dr maxwell mortz a fascinating book and uh, in this book uh, dr maxwell talks about uh, you know how he thinks that uh, you know uh, god has created um, humans uh, basically he has he has engineered us for success and we have um you know uh, the way we work is like a servo motor right servo mechanism is what he calls it um which basically says that you you have to uh, give the right command to your uh, system to your servo mechanism so that it can go and execute uh, on the command um you know and he gives examples of you know the self directing missiles that were created uh, you know in the 50s and 60s where you gave it a target and the missile or the torpedo uh, from the submarine would would um, would launch and then it would finds it find its way to the target right it would course correct itself it, it if it steered too left it would the servo mechanism would bring it back uh, towards the center or move it towards the right and eventually finally through a zigzag line it would reach its target and he says you know our minds or our bodies or our entire nervous system combined with our consciousness is a servo mechanism um it, it is it is he calls it the uh, you know the auto success mechanism right um which is basically designed uh, to achieve uh, our goals right so if you give your give your consciousness and your nervous system a, a goal it will go and find it and if you don't have a goal it can also go and find a goal for you uh so he explains it very beautifully and one of the things that he talks about uh, you know at least in the first chapter uh, was um, about that your your servo mechanism uh, by constant training uh, you know forgets its past failures and that made me uh, you know uh, st- sit back a little bit lean back into my chair i was reading the book and and, and ponder on this on this point a little bit right Uh, if you think about before i go into the details of that but think about this right think that you know uh, think about your child or think about when you were a newborn and imagine that you know when you were trying to figure out your your motor skills right and you were trying to pick up a rattle uh, from in front of you that your parents placed there uh, your hand would have reached out towards the rattle but you would not been able to pick it up right very correctly uh, you would have dropped it you would not have reached it properly you had to extend a little bit more whatever corrections you had to do your, since your body did not know the the program uh, the, the servo mechanism program to pick up the rattle and bring it close to you and shake it to make the sound your body was learning and course correcting and making mistakes and failing and, and and trying to then eventually figure it out and then and as and when you continued to 
repeat that motion of picking up the rattle from wherever it was picked up you could recognize that hey that's a rattle that makes a sound you crawl up to it or it's in front of you, you pick it up and you shake it and and you make that noise so the more actions you take the more you remind your servo mechanism through repetitions of picking up the rattle your body your your um, you know your uh, nervous system and your brain learn and and they forget the past failures of not being able to pick up the rattle now this is very fascinating to me right if you have heard my podcast in the past i have always mentioned that you know your subconscious mind can never forget anything uh the only way you can uh try to forget something is by diluting a particular pattern or um, you know diluting a, a negative thought by adding more and more positive thought or by replacing uh, an old habit with a new habit by repetition the more you repeat the new habit uh, new neurons will get connected and it will slowly and slowly override the past the the habit that you are trying to get rid of and eventually the new habit will 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 form and stick right but you never really forget your subconscious mind is is unlimited capacity you can never forget but for all practical purposes if, if you are behaving in the in the new programmed way that you want to then your body has kind of forgotten or or the signal is that the the connectivity between those old neurons is so weak that you don't make those past mistakes and that is what he means by forgetting your past failures and it was uh, it, it was very interesting to me uh, while i was reading it and and i was trying to go back into my past uh, as a child uh, when i was growing up in india uh, and and the first thought that came to my mind is you know what have i forgotten uh, in terms of my failures right uh, and i and immediately thought about how i was figuring out to learn to 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 ride a bike Uh, right a bicycle i mean and uh, now i am talking about in the 1980s early 1980s okay uh, and and in in those days uh, you know my dad had a bike uh, bicycle at home um, as one of the um, one of the vehicles and uh, it was an adult bicycle right so we we didn't have we didn't have the kids bicycles that i have been able to buy for my kids these days right the smaller ones that they sit on that their, their legs can reach the ground already you can adjust the seat height or you could buy the next uh, size bicycle for uh, for them as they grow uh, taller in those days we didn't have that it was directly a adult bicycle and it was a it was uh, the the bicycle which had the the bar that went uh, you know from uh, under the seat to the to the handle frame right so it was a it was a it was a, a male bike right not not a not a female one where you don't have the bar in between so now when you are a child and and you and your head barely reaches the the seat of this bicycle how do you learn how to ride that bicycle so there was a very interesting way that we all learned how to ride a bicycle and we all most of the kids in those days learned how to ride a bicycle Uh, uh on an adult bi- bike and the way we did it was you know uh when when we when we you know we put one of the foots on one of the pedals uh which was more closer to the ground and we kind of you know with the other leg we kind of uh accelerated the bicycle to get into momentum and when it got into enough momentum and if you could balance the bicycle we would then take the next leg that we the other leg that we were trying to push on the ground to catch the momentum we would then take that leg and cross it in between the frame so if we could cross the leg in between the frame and take put it on the other pedal and then start riding it so if you can imagine uh we are not sitting on the seat 
uh, we are actually kind of you know uh, it's basically like like riding a horse but you're not sitting on the horse you you're 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 kind of you know balancing yourself on the horse uh but not touching the touch your feet are not touching the ground right so you're on the side of the horse the same thing we did with those bicycles uh in india and we used to call it the scissor uh way to drive the bike it was called the scissor method right uh where you would crisscross uh not crisscross but you would cross your leg one leg would be on this side of the frame and the other leg would would go in between uh on the other side uh, of the bicycle frame right so uh it was very interesting that i remembered that i had completely forgotten of how we learned the scissor method to ride those bikes and as we grew taller and taller and taller then that is when we started sitting on the bike and you know we used to fall a lot because you couldn't you're not tall enough to balance the bicycle so we used to fall off uh you know either on our face on on the uh, on one uh, one side or we would fall back on our heads on the other side because remember you know we are we are not centrally balancing the bike we are kind of balancing the bike with our weight on one end one side of the bike and the bike being on the right hand side of our body uh, depending upon how you're riding it whether you're left handed or right handed uh, if i can find some um, videos on this or some pictures i'll definitely post it on my website uh that the listeners can go and look at or maybe you can google it as well the scissor method of riding bicycles in india uh and it was very fascinating and then you know eventually uh, when we grew taller and we rided the bicycle we forgot or or we chose not to ride the bike that way because we didn't have to it's kind of silly uh but then we start riding the bikes uh, properly and we forgot of how that how we rode those the, the bikes I don't know if I could even replicate riding the bicycle that way because now I'm tall enough I'm, I I will have to scooch down and and try to ride the bike that way it will be very very challenging right um but we forgot my my servo mechanism forgot how to ride the bicycle using the scissor method and then we learned how to ride the bike uh, the way it was meant to be um but that is what uh, Dr Maxwell Maltz was talking about in this book you know you forget your past failures but the only way the only way to forget your past failures is to keep on working on that action or new set of actions and course correcting it till you achieve success so if you can do it for picking up a rattle or riding a bicycle or you know picking up a pencil in the dark right let's say it's dark and you know your pencil is on the dining table or your study table and you walk towards the table it's dark you have not switched on the lights and and your hand is kind of trying to search move move left right left right to find where the pencil is you you touch something oh but that's kind of a uh, you know that that's a staple uh, so you kind of you know you you close your eyes and you're trying to find where the pencil is and when finally you touch it and you feel ah that's a pencil you pick it up so now your mind knows the 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 image of a pencil and when you touch it and feel it you know it's a pencil right so that that's what you do your servo mechanism does in the dark to find out where the pencil is the same thing right but you never give up as a child to figure out how to crawl walk run you never give up on how to pick up a a a a cheerio and put it in your mouth uh and and you struggle right i mean if you see the new uh, newborn babies when they're trying to put something in their mouth sometimes they uh the servo the servo mechanism is not the motor skills are not set right you they they, peer, they poke their eye they put it in their nose uh it doesn't always go right in the mouth but eventually you learn to figure it out so our bodies uh, are uh, the humans have been engineered for success as long as we don't give up and in in a couple of my previous podcasts i have spoken about this right there uh, ruben gonzales um 
in his book Fight for Your Dream mentioned that there were there are Harvard studies done that talk about people's success rate goes up to 95%, 95% as long as they don't give up. So now the question is, if we never gave up when we were children on learning something, we laughed off on our failures. If we fell down while riding a bike and we hurt ourselves, we, we, you know, we laughed, we cried maybe a little bit, we laughed it off. Next day again, we were trying to ride the bike. We never gave up on, on the concept or, or the goal of riding a bike. Then how come when we have become adults, we give up so easily on something that we are trying to achieve? Some people put in a lot of effort and they can't get through, but a lot of people uh, forget or give up on, the, on, on a new thing that they're trying to do, um, right? Uh, for me, uh, it's, it's, you know, I, I have failed multiple times in learning the guitar and I've still not learned guitar. I've tried learning the guitar, I believe, in four different instances during my lifetime. And I don't mean learning it myself. I mean taking classes, and having teachers, music teachers come to my home to teach me or I going to their uh, studios to learn. But I never was able to learn the guitar. But it's not because I couldn't. It's because I was not willing to put in the effort. I was not willing to go through the pain uh, of, of uh, you know, um, uh, getting calluses on my fingers uh, and learning the guitar, right? Uh, I never, never put in the effort. So now in my mid-40s, if I want to go and learn the guitar, I know I can do it. Now the question is, do I choose to have that as a goal and execute on all the actions to now become a guitarist, right? We all have those, we all have these, these events in, in our past. But the point is, as we grow older, as we become adults, we are more aware for some reason that a lot of other people are looking at us and laughing at us if we don't succeed. So we as a defense mechanism don't even try to do something. We try to fit in. We try to adhere to the norm of doing which is more popular, like doing a job, um, right? That's why there you know, more than 90% people in this world work for, work for someone in a job, in a job ca- uh, capacity. And very few people have their own businesses, right? Um, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong in it, uh, guys. If you are content with where you are, that's absolutely fine. But if you are willing to do more, if you have an itch to do something more than what you're doing today, if you believe you value personal growth over money and you believe you want to provide value to others and you have a message to share with others and that means you need to take up a business and learn how to do it, then you should do it. You should not be worried about, we should not be worried about, people like you and me should not be worried about the temporary failures. We should not be worried about people laughing at us. At, at, after all, everything worthwhile is uphill. Everything that, was, that has not been achieved before is, is laughed at in the beginning. When Roger Bannister broke the, the, the uh, four-minute uh, uh, barrier for running a mile, everybody laughed that it could never ever be done. A human is not designed to run a mile within four minutes. Doctors came up with theories of how it is impossible. But when Roger Bannister did it for the first time of running a mile within four minutes, then people knew that, oh, it can be done. It is not a laughing matter at all anymore. Now, I can do it too. If he has done it, maybe others can try it and they can do it too. So that is why, you know, we really need to 
think back to why we did not give up when we were children what was it that kept us going when we were children to not give up on the goal of riding a bike or learning uh, a painting or, or or learning a sport or learning a musical instrument whatever that was go back in your childhood and you will find the joy of of and the feeling of joy that you guys experienced that we all experienced when we were little of achieving something and why we were not ashamed of failures why we were okay with people laughing at us or why maybe we didn't even bother about what other people would say about you so why now as adults we are more worried about it something something to think about guys uh, when when mr when dr maxwell says that our bodies are engineered for success the what i equate that to is what i always remind you guys about is that you have unlimited potential don't let anybody get in the way for you to leveraging your potential to achieve your dreams and goals do not let anyone's opinion whether it's your spouse your close friend your parents your siblings don't let anyone's opinion come in the way of you achieving your goals you go for it there are a lot of people like you and me who are out there willing to help each other i hope this helps i hope Uh, you know you 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 step back and think a little bit about this and if if you want to pick up the book the Psych- psycho cybernetics go ahead and do it it's an amazing book uh, but remember guys uh, you know we all have unlimited potential we need to own it thank you for listening until next time take care